I'm seeing a new guy and he can't seem to come unless he is jerking himself off so fast. My arm can't even do that. Or he's pounding <laughs> me with his arms, his arms close to my neck as if he was going to choke me. And he's making this weird rage looking face. I've seen this in porn so many times. Really? So it's not super scary because I know him, but it's weird. He's soft and slow for me, but I don't know how to handle the side of him. And I don't enjoy it. What can I do? I brought it up and he got super defensive and didn't want to talk about it. Have, have you had a guy do this? No. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Your Mileage May Vary, the show where we talk about sex and relationships in ways that are honest, but usually, what does Keith say? Usually <laughs> in, in good, good faith. faith. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Keith, again, is not here this week. He is in, and I'm here with Allie. Say hi, Allie. Hey, how are you? I'm great, and hopefully our listeners are great. Um, Allie has graciously agreed to join as a guest host like last week. Um Keith is in, so you informed me before the show that the way to find out where Keith is, is to look at his Instagram stories. And he actually pinged you because he wanted to understand why I didn't look at his stories. Is that right? Yeah. I think he feels bad that you don't care about his daily curated updates. He seems to be in the country of Georgia, but he was just recently in Cabo Verde and Guinea-Bissau and Senegal. What was that? What was that first one you said? Cabo Verde? Or yeah. Or like Cape Verde. It's the island is that a, off of the west coast of Africa. <laughs> is that like a country or is it is it an island nation? Or I actually don't know. It's a country. I want to say there's like five islands in it or something, five or seven islands. Um and I think it used to be okay. a Portuguese uh colony. Okay. Right. And he's now in Georgia, which is not the state, but the <laughs> country. Yeah. Yeah. And I did. So, and he thought that I didn't know how to look at his stories. Yeah. Right. He suspected the reason why you weren't, because of course you, you know, as his best friend would be following his stories. So he thought the reason you weren't was because either you had forgotten how to log into Instagram or you had forgotten or didn't know how to find and view someone's stories. And so I wanted right. to show you if that were the case, but it sounds like that's not the case. So I think Keith's best friend is this guy who lives in Oregon or something, just so you know. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. All right. You're his and, then there's, and then there's this other, who was the other guy's name? It doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> the guy yeah, every he did the other podcast f- with, maybe? Maybe. Everybody, every man's best friend is his penis, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, his best friend is whoever he's dating at the moment. <laughs> uh, but the, uh, let's see. So, okay. So importantly, I do know how to access his stories. And so much so that when I typed in Instagram.com, my browser immediately suggested Keith stories. So oh, I have okay. been there before, but I don't make a habit of viewing his stories <laughs> because I'm not like kind of a travel uh, connoisseur the way he is. I do like travel, but not in the way he does. Like I'm not. But, but anyway, so he's got a story right now where he is running. He likes to post videos where he's running. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because he runs he hasn't, like eight miles a day or something. Yeah, he hasn't invested in a uh, a GoPro, mm-hmm. which can run without. Uh, it, it can de it can stabilize the video mm-hmm. so when you're running. It's so it's a little unstable. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's running up on some sort of tower in this country of Georgia with a snowy mountain in the background and a bunch of crap probably written in Cyrillic. Mm-hmm. Um, so, do you follow his Instagram? Do you do you watch yeah. his stories often? I, I do. Yeah. Um... Some of what he posts is interesting. Like he he was near, I think, the border of Georgia and Russia and posted a kind of time lapse of all of the trucks waiting to enter Russia, which I thought was interesting. Like they, I guess, have a huge backlog at the border crossing there. Um, 
He posts pictures of like dives. Uh, he went diving a lot in Cabo Verde and there were like sea turtles and a stingray of some kind that he petted. <laughs> how do you, how do you uh, make videos and photos of a scuba dive? Do you put your phone in a little uh, plastic container or is there some kind of special camera or do you have no idea? Well, what I have or like what my boyfriend and I have is like a waterproof pouch that you can put your phone in. And so you can do that oh, okay. as long as you have your phone like facing the right way and you set it to record before you put in the pouch, it'll just record the whole thing. But Keith might have a more elaborate setup or maybe he has like a waterproof camera because it seems like he has something on like a stick that he uses because some of the videos, it looks like he's holding something in front of him. In when he's in the water. Yeah. Yeah. So he, so you're saying that Keith scuba dives with a selfie stick. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Huh, I never even consider. I mean, I know obviously everyone knows of the selfie stick. If you go mm-hmm. to any well-known monument worldwide, you will see many people with selfie sticks, but I'd never thought of an underwater selfie stick as a thing. Yeah. Makes sense though. Okay. Um, okay. So yes, Keith, we do know where you are. I don't know when Keith is coming back or if he might have established residency in Georgia, the country, not the state. As far as I know, um, the sad thing is that we can't encourage people here to follow his Instagram, which he obviously wants, you know, more followers, but that would sort of dox him. So, uh, I mean, that's up to him if he wants to, uh, to get a, a bunch of new followers. I mean, as I've demonstrated with my subreddit curated amateur porn, which has not been blacked out during the Reddit blackout, which has crimped my masturbating style a little bit. Um, that, that sub has like, a almost 11,000 followers. So it is a, you can definitely get some, uh, uh, followers from mentioning mm-hmm. things on this podcast. By the way, has has the Reddit blackout uh, lowered your m- masturbation intensity or uh, <laughs> access? No, um, I don't use any subreddits for that. It has oh. decreased my ability to view some of the local subreddits, like you know, events going on around me type things that I usually look at. Um, you don't ever even like Gone Wild audio. No. Yeah. Okay. What about like? Wh- wh- what is this? Okay. What if there was a subreddit? Just imagining if there was a subreddit for masturbating, what would it be called for you? What would you use? Um, so I think there was one for a while that was like Gone Wild Stories. Um, okay. So Literotica. Yeah. But I feel like that went away. Oh, right. You were the ago. one who said like you, you, you were into like Mormon. No, not Mormon. Um, Amish. Yeah. Amish uh, men. <laughs> who threw away their religion to come have sex with you or something, something like that. <laughs> no, I like to imagine that I am an Amish man who is like the only person in like the village who's allowed to have sex or something. Um, I see. But yeah, I, I like a, a narrative and I like sort of details. You know, I don't want to just have it be sort of the commonplace, like, oh, I ran into my sexy friend and she suggested that we have sex in the you know bathroom of the bar or something. Like I want it to be like a weird story, <laughs> a story I would not before. Um, yeah, no, that makes detailed, sense. That, 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 you know, realistic story. I think that's somewhat common for women to want there to be. And, and is it, is it the, but you're, is it, is it the, um, seduction aspect that's compelling? Is one person seducing the other or is it just like you want there to be a narrative plot line that is sort of exciting and where you can understand like the emotional draw of one person to the other? Yeah, I want there to be a narrative. Like, I want to understand why they're having sex and also, you know, what sorts of (laughs) 
misgivings or difficulties they had to overcome in order to have sex. <laughs> I think the one thing I don't want to know when is I'm why. viewing content <laughs> to masturbate is why they're having sex. I always, yeah. I know why. I know why they're having sex. It's always because someone's paying somebody. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like there's, that's not always true though, right? I mean, like, um, you know, you don't perceive there being a value. Have you ever had sex in such a way, in a situation where you felt like there was not obviously being, well, maybe... But forgetting about like actual prostitution, that's not my question. It's more like, do you ever like think about like a value transfer? Like you mentioned to me mm. the last episode that like you are evaluating your partner during the sex, like some often. Yeah, but more so like evaluating their personality and whether I enjoy them as a human being. Um, so You're yeah, never I've like, never oh gotten- my God, this, this guy's got a boat. <laughs> He's got a boat. No, no because I mean, well- I did. One of the guys that I like, you know, tried to have sex with and it didn't work out, lived on a boat. So he had a boat, but that wasn't. How does a woman try to have sex and not have it work out? I feel like we've talked about this on the podcast before. Like I just could not get wet and like it was just like too difficult. um... It wasn't that he was unwilling. No, no. Like we were both, you know, (laughs) we were both rationally willing just like physically. Yeah, it just <laughs> wasn't. I no, I do remember talking about that. Um, so yeah, I don't. I okay. don't think there's ever been really a value exchange. When I was in college, my dorm had as a fundraiser for another dorm party what they called a meat market, where they would you know auction off people of either sex to do some kind of erotic service. And so one time, my friend and I auctioned off like naked reading hour, where we would read to you naked for an hour. And I don't think that we ever followed Who's through naked? on that or i don't think the guy who bought it ever like asked for for the service <laughs> but that's not would you really have provided it would i have um it was one of the bulgarians in the dorm who bought it so i don't know maybe I, it wasn't somebody i knew or anything which i thought would be more likely um i, I mean i could see would. that being compelling i guess i would have the woman read something very erotic and i would beat off while she's doing it. i mean she wouldn't like that now i mean this is probably already culturally impossible. I mean, you were in college not that long ago, but like that, could that happen nowadays, you think? Oh, I think it could. I mean, I would say, you know, we were a small dorm and I don't know how much okay. other dorms knew, you know, that we were doing yeah. this, but it was all consensual. How much money did he pay? Ballpark. Oh, I want to say like $100 or something. Wow. Um, $100 is enough for like a a quickie from a... <laughs> somewhat reputable prostitute is it? according to having the having fun hobbying so mm, okay that seems low, yeah i mean but... no i mean according to that sub if you just want to blow like on the the blade the <laughs> street in oakland which i actually don't know which street it is i think it's international <laughs> is it sure. mlk boulevard no no it's wow <laughs> not touching that uh, no i think it's, it's a street called <laughs> no it, it is it's a street called international i believe oh but yeah, I'm, not yeah, posi- okay. I'm not positive on that yeah that makes sense uh and i think you can get all the way down under 50 bucks Wow. According to uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Uncle Tony, follow price there though. Like Uncle Tony has pay- posted some videos, <laughs> although they've they've stopped. They moved actually to they have a Discord server now, and I went on there, of course, <laughs> as I do. And because they used to just post somewhat commonly videos, I think often the women know they're being videotaped and maybe charge slightly more for the mm-hmm. privilege. Anyway, they I think Reddit maybe was shutting those down or something. So oh, they moved okay. it to this Discord and like I downloaded a couple of them and I, they it wasn't that it would seem, it wasn't like child porn or anything obviously illegal. It just, it was too Korea. I deleted them. I was like, I don't, 
yeah. I can't be going on a Discord and downloading like stuff right because at least on like Pornhub, you know, like they someone they has vetted. vetted, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I don't, I don't need some like illegal crap on my computer, <laughs> right? Because you use your work laptop, and so they might. Have oh, absolutely. I, I use my yeah. work laptop without, uh, without incognito. Yeah, um, Do you because notice- I just like to yeah. mm-hmm. go ahead. Do you notice a difference in porn produced in different countries that is similar to what I would think of as like the difference between like commercials from different countries? You know, if you've ever watched like a, a Japanese or a South Korean commercial, just kind of like the way that they're acting, kind of like the attitude or the approach toward irony or toward like I don't know, selling something no. different. Do you feel like a difference there? Okay. There is a difference, mm-hmm. and I would describe it as follows. You may have seen if you use any of the social media platforms, it's very common for people to post uh performances by the by foreign versions of America's Got Talent or American Idol. There mm-hmm. are basically mm-hmm. every country has one of these things. Like yeah. you know, Ecuador's got talent or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh and they always have the same format. They generally have one judge that's supposed to be Simon Cowell, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, it's just it's it, you. You only get suspicious when somebody's like sh- you're watching the the video and you're like, wait, this person doesn't isn't singing the English words quite right. And you realize <laughs> oh, this is like this is like Thailand's Got Talent, not mm-hmm. America. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, it the porn uh porn from other countries and I specifically uh, a lot of porn is done in Croatia, particularly VR porn. Uh, you, you get that sense that it's like a little bit that it's a little off. They're trying as hard as they can to sort of ape the American sensibilities oh, okay. Okay. Uh, to the point where they might even like while they're having sex, say, speak in English, mm-hmm. but they don't pronounce mm-hmm. the words right or they like use them slightly wrong or like, yeah, they're little little tells like that. Do you think that's because that's the content that you find searching from America or do you really think that all porn is made with the American audience in mind? I think it's the latter. I think I think America's where it um for paid porn, there's going to be more money, and certainly for anything involving advertising, uh, there's just not a huge ad market in like Kazakhstan or whatever. Hmm. Kazakhstan. I mean, that's or, kind of uh, depressing, right? If you are like a Bulgarian or something, like you probably want porn that is made with you in mind, but instead you just have like porn that's made in the American style or something. Oftentimes, folks fetishize American culture, mm-hmm. so they so maybe it's actually not that bad. And secondly, many many of these countries have legalized some form of legalized prostitution. So mm-hmm. porn might actually be less used there. Mm-hmm. If somebody's really wanting that, they can just go get a rub and tug as yeah. it were. Have you ever seen porn made in like Nigeria or something? I'm thinking of like the kind of Nollywood movies that they make that are very different. I haven't, I haven't seen that, but I did go searching on Pornhub. It's funny that you mentioned it. Like in within the last month mm-hmm. for um somebody yeah it was it was something there was some conversation i think on the podcast about uh, the search term ebony this was more mm-hmm. than a month ago it was a while back mm-hmm. ebony turns out to be one of the top search terms in the united states uh, for porn and there is an entire subset of pornhub porn that is produced in africa mm-hmm. uh and so i encountered that stuff and um it didn't feel it felt very coerced mm-hmm. Okay. It was it was def- definitely different, but not in like a oh ha ha it's it's Nollywood. No, it was different in like I was like wow the woman is just lying there, <laughs> and uh, seems like maybe there's a guy with like a, a machete oh, no. <laughs> over her shoulder. Like I was it was a little worrisome. Yeah. So I didn't. I also did not enjoy that okay. particularly. It was like it's not like <laughs> the ISIS videos, but for porn. <laughs> it had a little a aspect of that. It, like, yeah. it was confusing to me, and I yeah I, I think actually that's I think I mentioned a, some number of episodes ago like having looked up 
female genital mutilation. Yeah. Asking, yeah. And that was why. Actually, that was what caused me to do that was seeing this porn and then thinking to myself, huh, I wonder if like these women are victims of that. Like what's going mm-hmm. on here? Mm-hmm. And so that was led me down that rat hole, rabbit yeah. hole. I think if you look in the medical literature, you'd be able to find you know reports that show what you're looking for in terms of what has been cut off. Um, uh, yeah, I've I have some feelers out on that. Maybe we'll get more information. I think somebody, a friend of the show, I think mentioned that they had some data on that that we could get. Um, yeah, exactly what's what's there and what's not. Mm-hmm. So I mentioned uh, I wanted to. So I mentioned like two months ago that I've become a reviewer of sex toys. Oh, yeah. Do you yeah. remember this? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I can show, I thought I'd show you as a prop here, one of the te- sex toys they sent me. I don't know if you have one like this. It's in, <laughs> it comes in a nice bag, a white bag like this. I'm not going to, I'm not going to. This gonna, is great. Uh, this is an audio only like unboxing <laughs> video. Yeah. So here it oh, is. Wow. Okay. Do you want to describe it for our listeners? It's like a translucent purple um, and it has sort of a, a ball on one end and then a maybe three inch long curved part and then sort of like four uh, knobby kind of things squished together and then a maybe like grape shaped tip. Wow. That's um, very, uh, very detailed explanation. What? Uh, so Yeah, that's right. And it's made of glass. It's kind of cool to the touch. Okay. okay. Uh, it, does this seem like something you would want to use? No, I, so I'm assuming it's a dildo, first of all. <laughs> I think so. I think okay. it, yeah. And it's got two ends, so it's, it's unclear. Okay. But uh, is it supposed learned, to be like a double-ended dildo that two people use? It doesn't look long enough for that. It's not long enough. It's probably uh, overall like seven inches long. I, and it's about an inch and a half thick. I, I have to say that I had to look up, I looked up other people's reviews of it mm-hmm. and only then did I learn that the end that doesn't have the ribbing mm-hmm. is not just a handle, but it could be inserted as well. That didn't even occur to me. Mm, okay. Yeah. Uh, it yeah. seemed obvious to me that the ribbed end with the grape sort of head would be what you would insert. Yeah. Um, and uh, have you used it? Yes. Okay. It's, it's fine. I mean, it's not. It's, it's <laughs> Which end well, did you use? The, the end that I thought you would okay. use. You know? Okay. Yeah. I mean, that seems um, like it would hurt more if you're concerned about that. I didn't use it on myself. Oh, oh okay. Okay. Is that what you thought? Yeah, I thought you put it yeah. up your ass. <laughs> no, no, okay. no. I used it with a partner. All right. um, <laughs> I used it up my ass. It's good. I mean, you uh, that's could. True. It seems like <laughs> it would hurt. I like the I like the notion that anything should hurt, but this would hurt more. <laughs> um, okay, so so what I learned from doing this review thing is that uh, I thought, oh, this is no big deal. Mm-hmm. They first of all, they wanted photos of me holding it. Okay. Which is a problem because the podcast is anonymous, so yeah. I had to use a face swap website to okay. face swap somebody else onto me holding it. So I did that, and then the amount of content they want. This was sent to me for free. I mean, but look, I, I have like a day job, folks, <laughs> yeah. and this podcast is highly profitable, ad free podcast. Yeah. Um. How much does the amount retail of con- for? Uh, I don't know, between fifty and hundred bucks. Okay, so that's approximately then how much value they want of your writing. Uh, well, what they got because, okay, <clears throat> the amount of, okay, the amount of writing they wanted was something like five pages. Oh my God. I mean, it's, yeah, it's <laughs> not. And, and the thing it's like, Hey, what's, you know, describe like, I, well, I could show it to you again, but like describe the design, mm-hmm. describe this. Like there's all these things they want to know. And it's like, look, when you want me to tell you, I could, like your description <laughs> was pretty succinct and to the point, like there's nothing to say beyond that. Yeah. So what they did, what, what they got instead is, uh. A bunch of content produced by ChatGPT. Oh, good. Yeah. That I lightly edited, mm-hmm. um, and then I so I submitted that, and now 
they've come back with like, they're like, oh, this isn't good enough. Mm. So it's like, all right. So, so <laughs> what I really want is just like another round of sex toys from them. So yeah. I think I'm, so I'm thinking I might have to like hire an intern to mm. write these things for me or deal with these people. Why do they want five pages of description? I would imagine if you're buying a sex toy on a website, like you can see it and you kind of already know what you might want. Yeah, I think it's because they're trying to set up like a content farm to trigger as many keywords from Google as possible. So they just want lots of jive. On mm -hmm. there. Uh, and that's why I figured they probably don't actually care if it's generated by GPT as long as like it has enough keyword variety and so forth. And yeah, yeah. Um, they, the other, I actually got two products. The other one was a, a lube, which there's okay. even less to say about. It's just like, it's just like a fluid. Yeah. Did you use it with the dildo? I did not use the, the lube. Okay. No, I just, just, I pretended to have used it, but yeah. I'm not. It's an oil-based lube, which you could use with a glass dildo, but it's just, uh, let's see. I learned that you shouldn't use it with condoms. Okay. This is just through like research and asking chat GPT. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and like any, a plastic dildo, you wouldn't, have you ever used an oil-based lube? No, I don't think so. Have you ever used any kind of lube? Yeah, but um, I feel like just the basic like KY. What was your rationale? What was the rationale? Um, was it a medical procedure or? Oh, no. So I guess I've like I've had an ultrasound where they used some kind no, of. No, no, no. But I mean, come on. I mean, like in uh, like did you in a sexual environment, like like was it was the guy on the boat where you couldn't get lubricated? Did you guys use. Oh, uh, that, see, that didn't even occur to me, even though like I had, like, that was how I guess uninterested in that I was. Um, wow. Yeah. No, I have used lube, but I forget why. Um, Maybe it was because we were using a condom also. That seems okay. more plausible. And this would not be an appropriate loop for that. So this would only, mm -hmm. I, I don't want to like, I'm not mentioning the name of the product, but this product would only be usable. It's a coconut oil loop. It would be only usable if it's skin on skin, I guess, or like a glass dildo. I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Where the woman is not adequately lubricated. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay. So like if, <clears throat> if I approach you with this thing, you're slightly afraid and I insist <laughs> that we have sex. Maybe we're in Africa or we're going to film a porn. <laughs> then that lube. If I wrote a review yeah. like that, they would definitely refuse to post. Oh, okay. So, Do you feel like the um, ribbing helps or did your did your trial partner in using this dildo appreciate the ribbing? Not really. Okay. That's been my no, experience too is that I usually don't feel enough of a difference with the ribbing or if I can feel it, it's not. So what are, what are your experiences with ribbed dildos? Um, I guess like just that I would prefer something that feels more realistic. No, no. Uh, what, what, what were they plastic, glass, metal? Oh, I think like some kind of rubberish plastic. Okay. I won it at a bar trivia, um, <laughs> I don't know, night or whatever at, uh, like at a bar in San Francisco and it was so probably like very cheap, um. And okay. Like pink rubber in some way. Um, Did you throw it away later, or do you still have it? The batteries stopped working almost immediately. I feel like maybe like the second time I tried turning it on, the batteries stopped working, and I replaced the batteries, and it still didn't work. So uh, I either broke the dildo or <laughs> just it broke because it was probably like five dollars. I think I still have it. Um, yeah. But yeah. It, it was not okay. pleasurable. Yeah, I mean, like I think people. The, the glass is sort of interesting, although there's like this risk that like if it if you somehow you want to make sure that it doesn't have us any splinters of glass coming off. Like if you if I hit it against something, <laughs> then it becomes a dangerous weapon immediately. Yeah, yeah. And the ribbing. Yeah. I mean, the ribbing. <clears throat> yeah. I don't, I'm not, 
I, I'm not, I think the ribbing is for effect or for show. It doesn't appear to accomplish much, just like, like what you described. You, you can't even really feel it. Yeah. No. I mean, I mean you can feel it as it's coming in and out, but you can't feel that it's ribbed when it's inside you. Like, oh, right. But you can feel the ribs as it's going in and out. Yeah. But that's, not, that again, that's not really what I want. No. Um, no, it doesn't do anything for you. <laughs> I, I could see it being annoying because like it's bump, 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 bump. Like it's like actually. <laughs> right. You can see yeah, it burning. Yeah, yeah. And they also kind of remind me of like the, the handle of my toilet plunger for some reason has those like a little sort of like rib balls kind of at the top of it for like gripping, I guess. And so I think it would just remind me of that. When I was a kid, mm -hmm. there were two sexual stories that used to circulate on my junior high school bus. Uh -huh. <clears throat> One was of a person who died through autoerotic asphyxiation. So there was this kid in my, my, my school bus, mm -hmm. we'll call him uh, Jason. It's not his name. And Jason, I think his mom was a very like helicopter mom. Mm -hmm. And I think she told him these stories because she'd heard about them and wanted to make sure that Jason wouldn't kill himself beating off. Mm, wow. So, so he excitedly told us, don't hang yourself while masturbating, which of course, by the way, like if you're like an eighth grade boy and you're told don't do this, like the first question is like, well, does that make it better? Like, <laughs> Did you try then? Did you immediately go? <laughs> I didn't, but okay. I thought about it. I was like, no, because I was like, well, I mean. I'm not retarded. And so I was like, oh yeah, there's this issue that like, if you, <laughs> if you pass out, you, you die. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, great. So, so you, you could imagine trying it with a partner, but by the time I started having partnered sex, I lost interest in that. Mm -hmm. And the second one was <clears throat> he claimed that there was a significant, um, incidence of injuries to adolescent men, mm -hmm. boys from, uh, masturbating in the bathroom while putting their plunger up their ass. And the reason they would get injured was they would slip and, and and they would impale themselves on the plunger. Oh gosh! Okay. Can you imagine yeah. finding your kid in that state in the bathroom? <laughs> no, that would be terrible. I'm also sad that Jason's mom thought that he was dumb enough to do this to the extent <laughs> that she needed to warn him. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to use the plunger, like at least, yeah. I mean, just something with a shorter handle. I mean, you don't. I guess yeah. Plungers typically have like what a two foot long handle, so that is dangerous. I mean, mm -hmm. if you. Yeah. Consider that. Um, but yeah, so I mean, so the point is that like it could be the ribbing on that plunger that you have or that you're describing is for pleasure. Yeah. I feel like those stories have been around for a while. There was an X-Files episode where a purported psychic tells Mulder that he's going to die from autoerotic asphyxiation. So I at least knew what that was around the time I was watching the X-Files at like 11 or something. Um, Did you consider doing it? No. I mean, first of all, it's never pitched to women, right? It's always like all the stories. Why, why do you think that is? Why do, why do you think that? I mean, do you think a woman wouldn't get anything out? Actually, isn't it like if I had to guess, I would guess that I would guess that of the like of the sex acts where someone is choked while having an orgasm, mm -hmm. 95 plus percent of the time it's a woman. Yeah. Oh, no, I think a woman would get something out of it. But I think like, well, first of all, the idea that you have to hang yourself practically to do it seems wrong to me because you could just hold your breath while masturbating, right? Or you could just like hold well, a pillow ha over your- Hanging also reduces, I mean, I think the primary way hanging kills you is it reduces blood flow to the brain. It's not, okay, yeah, admittedly the word asphyxiation is in the title, <laughs> but uh, but I would think that hanging would also decrease blood flow to the brain. I mean, it seems like you want more blood flow in your brain for, to amp up that orgasm though, right? I guess there is something a little bit pleasurable maybe about being like lightheaded 
while coming. But I guess I think that like the way that a woman masturbates, like if I imagine trying to masturbate while I'm also like hanging, that's just like completely not the way that like. I Why not? Because because you have to be standing, or or I guess I mean I still, you could be seated. Um, no, you probably have to be standing. Not just I mean, as you know, like I prefer to be lying down on my mm-hmm. back, but like. I mean, I guess like I'm not going to stand up and figure this out, but I feel like my arms like might not even quite be long enough while I'm completely standing up to like reach everything. You know Have what you I mean? I think you'd be kind of like hunched over a little bit. You've never masturbated standing up? No. Um, Have you only Have you ever masturbated in a position other than lying on your back? I've tried, but it has not. Like I've, I think I've huh. tried like you know lying on my stomach or something and not enjoyed it. And I was like, Interesting. why, you know, but, but I think hanging, like actually being hung or whatever, I feel like would even lengthen your, um, torso or like lengthen your spine a tiny bit such that it might make it even more difficult to like reach yourself as a woman. Whereas I feel like with a man, you don't Okay. Just to be clear, I don't, uh, autoerotic asphyxiation. I don't think you're actually hanging yourself. I think you're like, uh, partially hanging yourself, right? You're not, because <laughs> if you actually hang yourself, you would die. Yeah. Okay. So you you would be like forming some kind of noose or like just something mm-hmm. that you lean against or something like that. Oh, or, okay. Okay. Got it. Right. Or, or let's go. <laughs> oh, here's, 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 here's a good picture. Like... Yeah. Like you you uh, you stand with your neck in something and mm-hmm. then you kind of like buckle your knees a little bit. But in principle, mm-hmm. you could then stand back up. The problem being, of course, if you go unconscious, then you're not going to be able to stand back up. Yeah. And I think yeah. this uh, this kills people. Yeah. But none of these sound compelling to you. No, I mean, I, I've never tried to kill myself in any way, and I don't, I don't want to do something. Well, it's in the service of pleasure. If if a guy wanted you to try this, you would say no. Like with with him, he's like, look, look, baby, I'll I'll uh, I'll protect you. I'll, I'll make sure you don't die. No, I would prefer that he just joke me rather than that I. Okay. Do it. But what if he wanted to use a rope to choke you? So it was basically the same as that. Or um, a, you want to like, use his hand. I feel like that would hurt more than like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a hand is still sort of like softer pressure than a, right. than a rope. Um, but the you other one, a, yeah, I haven't right. heard the story of somebody getting impaled on something, although I could see how that would happen. But it reminded me of this like Chuck Palahniuk short story where some kid is masturbating, like sitting on like a pool filter um, in his pool. And then like. Uh, yes, his intestines stuck. get pulled out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I thought that was where you were that, going with it, that like the plunger somehow like adhered itself to his anus and like pulled. Oh, no, this is just pure impalement. Yeah. yeah. A, a very quick Judas cradle, <laughs> if you know what that is. No. Um, it's a it's a medieval torture device. Uh, let's, move, let's move on to your question about blowjobs. <laughs> yes. How, yeah. You had a question about how long a blowjob takes, and you thought it would be better to ask me than Keith because of Keith's uh, Yeah, because Keith I wants it to be like as short as possible so the woman you know, is objectified <laughs> for as little of a duration as possible. Um, yeah, it's, wondering- it's not bad. It's because, it's because he wants to gift his semen. He mm-hmm. wants his sperm to get closer to the egg. Oh, he, okay. He, he doesn't want his sperm to go into the, the stomach. That's not, I feel like his objection on this podcast has been more about um, female objectification, but maybe, maybe. Um, my question is- He actually was, told me, he told me in confidence is because getting a blowjob is intra, in, in between quotes too gay for him. I see. Well, he told me via his Instagram stories, which was really in confidence to me that it is in fact. 
about right, respect right. for women. Um, my question was, when you're getting a blowjob, when you're receiving a blowjob, do you want it to be a certain duration? Like, are you interested in a variety of sensations and tempos and techniques? Or is it the same to you or maybe better if it's just fast and, you know, maximum pleasure for like a short amount of time and like over quickly? Yeah. So you're trying to improve your, uh, you're trying to better your, uh, your game here that you're, what's, well, what's your I mean, goal? The, both options are available to me. And I guess I'm curious, do, do these communicate different things to you? Like, do you feel like the variation is, you know, flourishes that benefit the woman more or does So it- I hear, I will tell you the main cognitive dissonance, mm-hmm. the main, uh, I'm looking for like conflict, internal conflict that a man experiences with a blowjob. And it's, it's actually re- re- relates to Keith's true objection of not object. Well, it relates to that mm-hmm. of objectifying the woman. It's that the, as a guy, you aren't sure if it, it can often seem like the woman or be that the woman is trying to get you to orgasm as quickly as possible. Oh, okay. And the way that I've always interpreted that is that and and you could correct me if you if, if I'm, I'm, this is probably a person by person interpretation, but I've always thought that for women, uh, let's I mean if you're receiving oral sex from a partner, you're not going to orgasm 100 percent of the time, right? Mm-hmm. And what what percentage of the time, like, like let's say let's say that a representative sample of times he started giving you oral sex, like what percentage of those times do you think you would orgasm from the oral sex I mean- if, if he tried to finish? Yeah, me personally, as you know, I have oh, you don't like, like female sex, version right. of Keith's thing. So like for me, okay. it would be like less than 5%. But like we can talk about like fingering or something, you know, I would say maybe sure. like 70% of the time it's it's effective, you know, <laughs> 70% okay. of the time okay. it works. Okay. So that's, yeah, that's sort of, yeah, I forgot about that. But the, let, let, yeah, let's say it's fingering. So so there's this thing, I, I've um, what I've always imagined is that the woman is thinking, okay, like, what would I want in this situation? What I would want is to drive toward orgasm because like, or, you know, yeah, sort of try to heighten the pleasure and move it toward orgasm. Mm-hmm. Because in my mind, at least I'm thinking, well, the woman, what I'm imagining is the woman is thinking, well, I don't want to put him in that 30% category of mm-hmm. it, it, him not getting there. And so then there's sort of this, then there's a separate thing, which is that, you know, it's not. There's there's a number of minutes after which giving an giving an or, uh, oral sex to a man actually gets annoying, right? Like how many how many minutes? Maybe it's annoying from the start, right? But let's say like after twenty minutes, is it, are you annoyed? Um, not if he's still hard. I guess it would be annoying if he like is not. Okay. you know, if he loses an. But I mean, I just but... mean like the actual yeah, physical sure. motions it... you're having to do. It gets mm-hmm. sort of irritating. Yeah, or um, right, or like you know, you you could get tired of being in a particular position, or like. Of having to like move your hair out of the way or something. Yeah, it could be right. 20 minutes sounds sure. And there's some point at which you would actually just be like, hey, I, I have other things to do with my time, right? <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's 20 minutes also or is that longer? Maybe that's like 45 know. minutes or something, yeah. Okay, so there's some point there. But that's 45 minutes is actually quite a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that generally um, – so so the um, – and when you talk about timing, I think generally the 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 – the challenge that a guy has is that like there's not good communication about like what the period of time that is desired to have things go on for. Mm-hmm. And so as a woman, I think the thing that you could do to actually to amp up the situation maximally would be to signal probably just by saying it 
the like you want to blow him for like 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. So that way, like he doesn't feel he's like, oh, okay. So like we can try out different things and like you're cool with not driving to the finish line early in the experience. I'm assuming like a guy who is normally sexually functional, like it's not he's and I say that because you mentioned like the guy losing his erection, Mm -hmm. of course, then that uh, that would be a separate type of challenge yeah. there. But you feel um, the same amount of, I guess, pleasure from coming at the end of like a three minute blowjob versus coming at the end of a 20 minute blowjob. No, I think you would get more pleasure from the 20 minute one. Oh, okay. Okay. However, in many cases, maybe most cases, the 20 minute one is going to be uh, going to feel like a long period of her trying to make you come and you not coming as opposed to just sort of like, Oh, this is pretty relaxed. Like we're just sort of like, I'm edging you or something like that. Like, like, Oh, this is just like this, you know, I'm I'm enjoying what's going on here. And I think in many, many cases like the, it's not, the experience isn't exactly like that. Not because the woman isn't enjoying it actually. Although I know that's what Keith thinks. I think it's more just like bad communication. Mm, Okay. Like the, the, (laughs) Yeah, she she's thinking, oh, everybody wants an orgasm as quickly as possible, and he's actually not. And see, this is the thing, is that a guy doesn't have that 70% thing. The guy knows he's going to orgasm. Mm-hmm. So for the guy, actually extending the length of the sex act is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm assuming, again, the guy doesn't has like regular mm-hmm. sexual function. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is interesting to me because like, so if as a woman, if you want to have a longer period of intimacy- mm-hmm. Like that should be available generally mm-hmm. with guys because guys don't aren't worried about like, oh, am I going to orgasm? Whereas I think that's like a very – could be a very real concern for a woman. Yeah. Like, oh. Although I know – I realize that women generally like that doesn't actually bother you, right? It's like, oh, I'm not going to climax this time. That's fine. Yeah. Although maybe yeah. sometimes that bothers you. I don't know. If it, I mean, yeah. I mean, I think if it's like 50% of the time I come, like that's fine. Uh, I guess – my mental model of, you know, the blowjob experience, I guess, which might be more of like a female model is that there are a a number of different sort of dials that correspond to different, you know, things you could be doing, like licking the shaft or like sucking versus like, you know, whatever. And that like, if any, you know, you could use any one of those dials and like only move that one up. And if that gets to 10, then they'll come. But like, there are, you know, 10 different dials or something. And if you like alternate between them, you can kind of like raise the level of all of them so that none quite gets to 10, but they're all relatively high. And then like when you finally get one to 10, that's like a more pleasurable experience. Does that make sense? Do you think that that you have an equivalent set of dials Um, on your body? uh, Yeah, but I think that it's a a smaller number of... uh, You're not one of those women that says every every part of your body is an erogenous zone? Right. No, no. How many erogenous zones do you have? Um, Two, one? (laughs) No, I mean, I think like... There's there's a couple of different things you could do like clitorally or like you know around the vagina and then maybe there's like stroking nipples like but other than that that's probably it you know you're leaving out your anus I notice yeah that's not an erogenous zone for you yeah or maybe for anyone uh, okay so so but I think so I mean the thing I think that generally the way you're approaching it isn't right like okay. the uh, the notion of um, uh, mechanistically, oh, this will amp it up. This will amp it down. The main thing that amps it up is if he thinks you're enjoying it. This is the thing that mm. women women are appear 
incapable of persuading Keith about it. And mm-hmm. look, some women don't like it. So then, you know, maybe he's had a set of experiences with women who just genuinely didn't like it or maybe revealed that later in mm-hmm. kind of a crappy way in a relationship. Like, by the way, I hate blowing you. <laughs> your argument. Um, but like the, so, so the point is, this. I this is the case. it could be, but so the, so the point is that like, no, I mean, there isn't, there, I, I mean, sure. There's some men that like nipple stimulation. There's some men that like their balls or whatever. There, there's a little bit of additional stuff you can do. But the main thing is this thing of like, yeah, I, like I'm having fun. Yeah. Okay. So like men fucking love it if you're giving, if you're giving them a blow and you're masturbating at the same time. Oh, Men okay. really like that because then you're like, it appears that like this is becoming part of your sexual play as opposed to uh, just like sort of a chore. Yeah. Yeah. There, I mean, having the woman like, you know, do it just for you could be cool too. But again, like the normal men, I think, enjoy the woman being into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, yeah, I mean, what are ways that you could, yeah, masturbating, like uh, saying things like eye contact, like, um, yeah, and changing what you're doing. Sure. Because mm-hmm. it's like that implies that like you're thinking about what's happening. You're not just going through some like pre-programmed series of motions like a, a robot would. Yeah. Yeah. Are the so balls be, in erogenous yeah, zone? Like, do you enjoy having your balls touched? Like, regardless of whatever else is going on. <laughs> um, it's for me. It's not great. It's not. It's sort of medium. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it's fine. Okay. Um, it. Let's see. I know. I, I'm under. I'm aware that there are men for whom it's like really awesome. Mm-hmm. So I'm not. Okay. So that appears to be different. Um. But yeah, it's it's. Uh, I, well, I think that the um, the homologous structure mm-hmm. to the ta- the scrotum mm-hmm. is the labia. So, if somebody strokes your labia, mm-hmm. does that get you off? No. What does it do? You're it's just sort of like it's nice. It's like oh, okay, you're down there. You're like interacting with my genitals, but it's not like the right. It's sort of yeah, yeah. I wouldn't even. It, it probably wouldn't even feel sexual necessarily. It's like them stroking your like inner thigh or something. It's like oh, that's yeah, but it might make like... you feel intimate. Yeah. Or yeah. Like, yeah, so I would I would describe it like that. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's yeah, I think it's mostly like the what, like yeah, what is the thing you do to try to do you do anything to try to show that you're into it? Yeah, you make I have guttural certainly. noises like oh, um, yeah, like moaning or like I have given blowjobs while masturbating. I just it's good to know that that is you know something that guys would enjoy because like I enjoy that obviously. Um, Oh, sure. Yeah. Like if you're masturbating, you're like, hey, I want your penis in my mouth. Like that ind- indicates to the guy that like you enjoy that. Yeah. 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 Okay. If you do. I mean, if you, I do. If you yeah, don't, yeah. that's fine too. <laughs> no, I do. Um, yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what other ways a woman can indicate. I mean, women are pretty verbal. So it's like you could just say things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be dirty talk. It could just be honest. Like, uh, like I like licking this part or whatever. I like yeah. how you react or this is really fun. So. <laughs> Or like, yeah, like they're, they're guys that'll talk about women or women who will grandstand on Reddit, like blowing or, you know, playing with a guy's cock while they're watching a movie or whatever. So it's like, not it's moderately sexual, but it's not like, again, that there's no urgency toward orgasm. Like all these things sort of a, a guy would be into. Yeah. Unless <laughs> there unless, are guys who want to be treated as though they're like, you know, the secondary attraction to the movie or something. Right. Uh... Yeah, but it's well, it's just it's just like it's it's generally like the woman showing interest in your body because <clears throat> men's bodies are less attractive than women's, mm-hmm. so men have like low self esteem, except for Keith. Oh. On that regard, what's well, true? That's that's framed by what you find attractive. Like 
It is not. It is not. It's it's like I mean, which is more attractive, the male or the female peacock? The male peacock. Yeah, it's the male. It's the one. It's the one with like the big flat feathers and stuff. Like the female human is the one with the big feathers and everything. It just is. Um, I think that like an alien coming from another planet would be able to discern that the female is the more attractive is the is the male peacock of the human species. Yeah, not, but like so. to the male peacock, isn't the female peacock more attractive? I don't think. Uh, well, I don't know. That's a question for you. Like, how do yeah? How do you? How does it operate in your brain? You know, okay. Let's say you know that women are have are are more interesting and physically attractive than like if you if you, they're more visually interesting or something. Yeah. Male. I think the how way does that it, work is, is that I find us I find a narrower range of women's appearances attractive than I do men's. Like I feel like I can find things okay. about male appearance attractive that wouldn't be considered like conventionally attractive, you know, or wouldn't be like highlighted in you know a magazine or or even in porn or something. Whereas like when I think about attractive women, I feel like it's a, a smaller set and it's more like very conventional, like, oh, like Dita Von Teese or something, you know, and like, um, I would have a harder time finding sort of mundane things about average women attractive. Right. Uh, but that like that, I mean, but it's a, it's, you're having to do a lot of more intellectual processing than a guy would do because a guy just, a guy just, uh, is like, look, she's hot. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you can probably yeah, maybe women might have difficulty rank ordering women's attractiveness from on like a scale of one to ten. Like men do, men I think too often are kind of can come up to the same conclusions. It's very easy. Yeah, I feel like so, yeah, I feel like the ends would be easier, but maybe the you know three, four, five, six or something is harder. Sure, and a lot of times women they're more sapiosexual. You know that term? Yeah. Yeah. Are you sapiosexual? Um, maybe. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, whereas guys are less likely to be sapiosexual. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we should we should go get on some questions here because we only have a f- moderate yeah, amount of time left. Modest. Uh, okay, let me let's start with this one about the guy jerking 100 miles per hour. <laughs> Which one is that? Because you may have encountered this. Is it asking too much to ask a man to learn to come without jerking 100 miles per hour or being rough? <laughs> I'm seeing a new guy and he can't seem to come unless he is jerking himself off so fast my arm can't even do that. Or he's pounding <laughs> me with his arms, his arms close to my neck as if he was going to choke me. And he's making this weird rage looking face. I've seen this in porn so many times. So really? It's not super scary because I know him, but it's weird. He's soft and slow for me, but I don't know how to handle the side of him and I don't enjoy <laughs> it. What can I do? I brought it up and he got super defensive and didn't want to talk about it. Have, have you had a guy do this? No. Description. I think this might be what you were talking about, you know, much earlier in the podcast about like white knuckle or like getting used to masturbating a particular way where you're like gripping really hard and like. Well, for women, um, it's white claw, and for men, yeah. it's, men, it's death grip. Yeah, death grip. Yeah, yeah. I so I was immediately distracted by like, you know, 100 miles per hour. I can think of that like how fast a car is going, but when you're moving over such short distances, like jerking off, you're moving over like you know four inches of what does a hundred miles an hour look like over a uh, four inch? So yeah, I mean what she means, see my own video here. Oh, she I know means what she like, means. I'm just saying like, could it literally be possible? No, 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 of course not. Okay. But it's, but it's, it's, it's something you see in porn. You've never encountered a guy who like would do this. What sort of like, <laughs> not I mean, so thing he would do with describing his describing a like, weird rage looking face. And I don't think I encountered that. 
<laughs> okay. I've seen this um, in porn so many times. Like you'll, you'll see it. Um, for example, okay. A lot of porns will have, uh, they're having sex or whatever. She's giving them a blow and then there'll be a cut. Mm-hmm. And then, and then there'll be this scene that only lasts like 10 seconds where he'll nut at the end of it. Mm-hmm. And the thing they don't show you is between, <laughs> <laughs> between those two scenes, the guy's doing this <laughs> okay. and he gets him, he gets himself to the, like the so-called point of no return yeah. where he's like going to come and then like he can sort of slow down and act normally. Uh, and so like, yeah, this is, uh, this is, I mean, maybe it has to do with like a guy who's using Viagra or something. So mm-hmm. he's like not really that aroused. I'm not sure, but you, you've never encountered this. I mean, I don't, I don't think so. Like is I've, I've encountered the, when guys masturbate, they do it very fast or at least like faster maybe than I do. Um, uh-huh. but I've not encountered that. I can remember the, like the angry face, like is the angry face part of it? Is it like, <laughs> Does that help you get there, or is it that you are like concentrating so intently? Uh, I think it's the latter. It's not helping you get there. It's just part of the. I mean, hang on a second. Mm-hmm. When you when guys, if you're having sex in the missionary position, mm-hmm. and the guy is about to come in you, what face does he make? Typically, so I guess I usually have my eyes closed during sex <laughs> because you're scared. No. Uh, I think because it helps me like concentrate more on what I'm feeling if I have my eyes closed. Like it helps me be more present Wait, in my body. You know? What a uh, okay. Well, you're trying to concentrate. What are you concentrating on? You want to feel the. We discussed that last week of the pulsing of his penis. But you you want to. <laughs> you're just. Well, you just want to be there. You want. It's exciting for you being uh, faux impregnated. Again, like that part of it doesn't <laughs> really factor into what I experienced, but I mean, I, I, yeah, I guess I'm closing my eyes but in the same way that, you know, you close your eyes when you kiss or something. It seems like if you, you, uh, you, you undervalue the subconscious here, like the, <clears throat> just because something is not obvious to you, why mm-hmm. you enjoy it. I mean, it is because, I mean, it is because of that. There's a, there is it, right. That's, that would be why it would be selectively beneficial for you to crave that feeling or enjoy it is because it would impregnate you. Right? I mean, otherwise, why would it matter? You don't feel the same way when he comes in your, like, if he was just, if you knew he was going to pull out and come on your stomach, would you? It would change it, right? It would, a little, yeah. But again, like, I I enjoy the orgasm I get from masturbating, like, I'm not talking about his, your orgasm. I'm talking about his orgasm. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, like, the experience, like, all things being equal, you would significantly prefer him to come in you in a way that would impregnate you if that was your desire. Yeah, I guess so. I feel like I'm berating you on this topic. No, I mean, like, it's, it's what you're saying is true. I just don't think of that part of it ever because, like, I know it's not a possibility. And so it doesn't, you know. Maybe it would amp it up. You should, you've never thought of it. You should try. You should, okay. you should have one sex session with your partner where you go, look, I'm going to pretend, let's pretend like we're going to have a baby. Uh-huh. Just to see if not, you, you have to like you I, could sign a contract beforehand saying that is not what I want because you don't want kids, right? Right, right. Yeah. Okay, so you'd be like, I'm not changing. I just want to see if I can make my orgasm stronger yeah. by doing that. I, and I bet you it would. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it probably wouldn't. It'd probably make it terrible. Like, <laughs> right. Is, yeah. I'm so scared now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thinking too much. Um, yeah. Like, but yeah, I guess I, I, I haven't in a long time like watched a guy's face while he's coming and okay. I'm sure it's a little bit like, you know, a weird expression, but, yes. but you're saying it's angry. 
I don't know. No, I didn't say it was angry. I mean, yeah. the the thing that this person is asking about is a guy with an angry face. I, I will say that there's a somewhat famous female comedian, I forget her name, that I've seen on TikTok who has a thing about how men, when they're orgasming, quote unquote, turn into demons. Mm, okay. Have you heard this? And so it's like that kind of thing. Like they, you know, so she's describing the facial expression and the, I mean, women do something similar. Have you ever watched your own face while orgasming? <laughs> no. <laughs> Have you ever considered videoing just your face to see what you look like? No, I don't even like watching like my own, you know, theater performances or whatever on. So. But aren't you curious what you look like? No. You're not curious? No. Just as a matter of, okay, you're embarrassed? I think it would be unattractive. Yeah. Um, But I mean, like in the same way that like I wouldn't videotape myself like pooping, like, you know, I don't, I don't know. I should do that. That would be kind of interesting. Just be boring. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Or like, you know, if, if I were to videotape my facial expression as I like jump into a pool or something, yeah, I'm sure there's some like weird scrunched up thing that you do because you know you're about to like have water on your face or something. But like, eh. Yeah, but this is a thing that you do somewhat frequently. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I guess in, I have- like, so this question though, she's wondering how she can get him to not make that face. She's not going to be able to. She, the, the issue is that he has um, <clears throat> he has death grip. He's one of these like crazy yeah. masturbator guys, and yeah. he needs to like do no nut November. She needs to say, "Look, uh, what I really want is to blow you every day this month, mm-hmm. and don't I don't want you to masturbate, and so I want you to get used to just used to more soft things, like let your penis like shed its nine layers of epidermis <laughs> that it's built up to protect yeah. itself from your hand." Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, he's not. He he's going to be embarrassed though because he you know, this reveals that he has like some crazy masturbatory habits, maybe autoerotic asphyxiation. Mm-hmm. I no, wanted to mention, like, by the, they should just have sex with the expectation that he's not going to come and like that. They're only going to do things that are comfortable for her that are like slower. Or... That's impossible. How many times? Oh no, you have had sex with a guy when he didn't come, but it, it's not good. The woman wants the guy mm-hmm. to come. It's a little yeah, weird. If he doesn't, yeah. um, I, I wanted to mention that uh, I have videotaped myself masturbating before, but only from the waist up. Okay. And I will say, so this, I've thought this many times, the expression, the what it looks like. So let's say you're at a restaurant or bar and there are two women mm-hmm. sitting at a table across from somewhere and they're both scrolling on their phones mm-hmm. and they're doing that for five minutes. Mm-hmm. That is what I look like when masturbating. Hmm. Okay. My face, my face is exactly like that. It's just like this blank kind of nowhere man expression. It sort of freaked me out. I was like, fuck, like I spend a lot of my time. <laughs> it would, but I mean, it's like yeah. sleeping, right? It's like, I mean, it's kind of freaky that you spend all this time unconscious. Too. Yeah. But that would be kind of promising for this question writer because that would imply that the face is controllable. Like you can come without making the face. So like he could but learn I don't, to master I have some that. advantages. Number one is I don't. Uh, have like these crazy masturbatory things. The other one is, as I've learned from talking to people on this podcast, like I'm not uh, heavily circumcised. Mm. So uh, I have a more mobile foreskin and therefore I'm able to masturbate in a more natural way. A lot of the guy, I think a lot of this Mm -hmm. comes from circumcision and guys Mm. like basically not being able to get uh, friendly stimulation on their penis without lots of lube and sort of like this crazy... You know, baseball bat going in and out of a donut experience or whatever yeah. you want to call it. 
you and Eric were talking one time about like being able to come completely silently, like such that, you know, someone wouldn't be able to detect that you were mad. He was going to come on the podcast and do it. And he never has. Yeah. But maybe that's something also that this question writer could try is like, make it kind of a challenge. Like, you know, I want you to come while talking to me and like, I don't want to notice. <laughs> I want it to be yeah. something that I can't see. And like, maybe he could learn that way. Yeah. Let's move on to another one. Yeah. We've got a little bit of time here. Okay. Then we'll talk about the blue walls one. Some days I'll be really horny to the point it feels like the walls of my vagina ache and regular masturbation doesn't help. It just feels like I need a dick deep inside and that's the only way it goes away. Is that normal or like a medical condition? Blah, blah, blah. Okay. So have you had this experience? I mean, yeah. I don't know if that's different from just like, you know, wanting to masturbate and like it goes away when you masturbate. <laughs> um, I guess is it painful person, at all? Is it what? Painful at all? Oh, No. No. Um, okay. There, I, there was another podcast that discussed this also and said that it's kind of like a dull ache. And so like not painful necessarily, but like, um, you know, like it's like a little bit sore. And I would say that's probably more accurate. But like if this person is saying that they masturbate and it doesn't go away, I don't know what that is. I haven't experienced that. Uh, what, did, what did they say? Did they say it doesn't go away? Well, they, no, said, they well, say the only thing that will help is having a dick. But I'm saying, what if you just masturbated? Like, that might help. So my take on that, mm -hmm. uh, everybody loves my take on this, is that this woman doesn't know what an orgasm is. Oh, okay. And so she's, and so she's masturbating, but it doesn't help because she doesn't know oh, orgasm. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, it's, look, there's a reason why all those women with quote-unquote hysteria would go to doctors in the 19th century and get vibrated. Yeah. They were... That's the only way they could have an actual orgasm. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of women where, in my opinion, where it takes a vibrator to get it done. Okay. So you know the general feeling, but for you, actually, you, you do have an orgasm when you masturbate and that takes it away pretty promptly. Yeah. And I think like we were talking about dildos before, like masturbating with a dildo, like inside me versus not, the dildo does not enhance the experience. And if anything, it kind of can distract from it because like there's something else that you have to like maneuver around that gets in the way of your hand. So yeah, I don't, I guess I haven't had the experience of like really wanting something inside me like that. What about during the orgasm itself? Don't you get something extra out of like having your, your sort of, for lack of a better word, clenching around an object as opposed to nothing? No, I think that doesn't change the huh. sensation. Doesn't matter. Yeah. It, it's literally just a no-op. It's not better. It's not worse. It's just irrelevant. Yeah. Except for the fact that you now have to manage to keep this thing in you when you're like you're having this climactic experience which actually is kind of calm. i mean have you ever managed to keep a dildo in you while you're masturbating maybe I yeah mean, yeah it's not like it's hard to keep in um i mean if anything like your vagina is like tightening as you're masturbating as you get more aroused or whatever so that could make it easier it's more that like it um you know it, it protrudes a little bit and so like your hand wants to be in the same physical space that it is occupying it like the part that's outside of you is occupying like this is because you got a dildo with balls. Yeah. Or it was just like a dildo with like a handle that had like the button on it that you used to turn it on. And like mm. the place where the batteries a, go was like in the handle. And yeah, you could use a plunger instead. <laughs> right. Well, it has to have something that's outside of you, right? It has to have like a, a flared. It doesn't have to. Or something. Oh, okay. why don't you think, I mean, you could, it could have like a little string. Like oh a yeah, I guess. You pull that Do they that make maybe that's dildos like that that have like a tampon like string? As far as I know, they don't. That's okay. a product that could be created. You guys should have merch. You should make podcast sex toys. I don't want to. 
I, I have too much trouble reviewing. I'm trying to get like a collection of them in this place, but I have to do so much work reviewing them. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now they're going to listen to this and not send you anymore because they're going to. They won't that. listen. They won't listen. They just okay. they're just a content farm. They don't. They they. I don't even know how they found me. Uh, well, they they just went to the uh, podcast um, ratings or uh, oh, rankings it, or whatever. So this was we, we get a, You had like a, a you had a listener send you a sex toy once, right? But this, that was a different. No, no, this was this is the same thing. This is the we never had a just normal listener. This is a company that wanted to wanted us to be reviewers. Oh, I thought you received some kind of like mouth like thing from a listener. No, that wait, no, that was um that no no that was better than that. Okay. It uh, I, it uh, was delivered to me by mistake. Oh, okay, wow, that's very that that can't have been a mistake. That must have been targeted. Yes. Uh, no, it was a mistake. It was, it was, okay. it was, uh, it was, uh, it was addressed to someone else. I just took it because I wanted oh. to try it. And you never told um, them, is this like your neighbor? <laughs> it was in a, it was a PO box that I have up in Lake oh, Tahoe. Okay. And so like, it, yeah, in okay. principle it's a neighbor, but it not, it's just some other number of PO box. Yeah. Okay. Oh, um, I was really disappointed. He was expecting his mouth, his silicone mouth and he didn't get it. He just got another one. I'm sure just told him it didn't show up. <laughs> We have we have one other question here about anal. Yeah, okay. Um, there's actually two. So okay. Wait, what is the a, I'm a piece of shit? How do I stop one? I haven't. Okay, let's that. do that one first. So, me and my girlfriend have been dating for quite a while and are happily sex happy sexually for the most part. Mm -hmm. We were each other's first. Blah blah blah. Okay. I have one problem though that I'm ashamed of. I really want to try anal in the future. But my girlfriend is against the idea. I've tried putting the idea away and hide it, but I keep bringing it up. Although I know it makes her uncomfortable. I hate myself for doing this, but the thought of never trying it in my life makes me sad. I've stopped watching porn and don't masturbate now that I'm in a relationship. My anal obsession keeps pestering me and my inability to stop bringing it up is ruining our relationship. Ruining. Yeah. How do I stop having this obsession? Are there any helpful outlets? Hmm. Uh, so uh, let's see. And he stopped watching porn because, yeah, he, he explains that he stopped watching porn just because he's in a uh, he's in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And like this guy with the devil face, he wants to... <laughs> Uh, focus more on uh, softer body parts to yeah. masturbate with. And he also but, says in his first edit, he's interested in both giving and receiving anal. Oh, I think right. Is, you know, That's important. I think the first step, like if his girlfriend doesn't want to receive anal herself, I think what they should start with is like her with a strap on giving it to him. I think that wouldn't would that bum you. Like, how would you feel if your partner, have you had this happen with a partner where he wanted a no, strap on? How would you feel about that? Would Would you, would it make you, would you be like, oh, okay, or would you kind of question the relationship? Oh, I mean, I'd be happy to do it, but that might be like oh, okay. a slightly sadistic streak of like wanting to. <laughs> because like, so when I've had anal done to me, it's been very painful. And so I- Had anal done to you. Or okay. like, yeah, received anal. <laughs> Even though, did you use an oil-based or other lube? I feel like we used a water-based lube, although I wouldn't think that that, do you think that's a problem? Like- does it have to be no. oil based for the butt? Like, <laughs> actually, I've seen people suggest silicon based because it's more durable. But I don't. I, I think I'm guessing that it didn't last very long. Yeah, if it was very probably. painful. Yeah. Well, you would know. I wasn't there, presumably. I was only there in spirit. Right. <laughs> so did it last? Did it last long or not? The loop. Don't know. Like I don't know. How no, long your long. your anal sex adventure. Oh no, that didn't last long. Mostly because like I just found it so painful that I didn't want it to continue. Um, right. Okay. But, so know, then. That, could be a problem with like you couldn't my... tell whether the pain was a consequence of lack of lubrication or just like uh i mean I, the experience that i have with this that body part is that like 
when something large tries to pass through it, sometimes there can be something that feels like a cramp that's pretty painful. Uh, so I'm imagining it. That's often what people are describing. Yeah. I mean, it just felt like literally you're trying to put something that is too big into, you know, like if you were trying to stuff like a, a cucumber up your nostril or something like it's not going to work. And like, it is going to hurt. You're like stretching a piece of skin that does not stretch that much. That's the way it kind of it felt to me. So I feel like lube, you know, lube helps like a little bit, but ultimately like a lubed up cucumber is not going to go into your nose right. any easier than like a non lubed cucumber. But. Yeah, no, I think it comes down to like dilating and all this kind of stuff. That's a little, yeah. kind of a lot of work. Yeah. Uh, okay. So you, you would be interested maybe one time doing it to a guy, but like, wouldn't you be worried that this would become, he'd want it every like Wednesday. Oh, well, no, I mean, I guess my suspicion is that like, it would be very painful for him too. And then he immediately would be cured of this fixation. Because he'd be like, this hurts. I don't think um, that's right. I think that guys, uh, I don't think that's right. I think like if a guy's asking for this, you're going to be my intuition would be your, himself before. Yeah. Um, you're going to be, it means this is like, this is your life now. Mm -mm. <laughs> <laughs> this is your life. I think so. I think, I think guys should be reluctant to bring this up because yeah. of that. It's like, yeah. I mean, that's a worry, but it also sounds like if he's this obsessed with it, if she keeps stonewalling completely, he's going to like break up with her in favor of someone who's more interested in it. Well, he will. I mean, yeah. that's, uh, that's his deal. Would, would you like, if, if you knew this was the life you would have to lead to do it, you, would that lower your interest? I guess it's person by person, whatever. I mean, I think that would lower my interest. I guess the, yeah, I think the optimal scenario here is that like, she tries fucking him with a strap on and finds that she likes it and that he likes it. And then they can do that, you know, half the time or whatever. Do you think, you think it's really possible for a woman to like that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Well, first of all, like, I mean, they could use like a double ended dildo or something so that at least there's something like in her, but I think it's possible. Like if, if he really gets off on it, that she would enjoy doing that to him enough. Okay. You don't think it would be too emasculating. You'd be like, start to wonder, is this, is this my man? Don't you have it's, those it's feelings? It's a little bit emasculating. Yeah. But like if, you know, if you really want to not break up with this guy and you also want to not have something up your own anus, like. You're like, how am I going to trust this guy to do do our taxes now, <laughs> now that I've done this to him? Well, I Something mean, like maybe that. forcing him to do the taxes is also a little bit emasculating. It's like, you know. Sure, sure. But I think that in, well, yeah, I think the person who's received, when things start getting inserted in other people's bodies, I think it's kind of changes the power dynamic. Yeah, yeah. So you are, but you, you like being in charge though, don't you? I do, yeah. Not So wouldn't you, couldn't you imagine? Actually, but like. Okay. I feel like I might enjoy it from kind of like a, a sort of sadistic angle in the same way that I like, you know, tickling someone or like seeing someone squirm, I guess. Like. Okay. So you, you, you're one of these people who wants to be in charge in the in life, but in the bedroom, you want to switch the role. Yeah, mostly. Yeah. Interesting. Well, that's It's a little bit like the dominatrix. Yeah. Or, yeah, kind of. So you're like you're like you're like the Japanese businessman who then gets his ass beaten <laughs> on Saturday evenings at a some sort of dungeon. Sure. Yes. You don't self-identify that way? No, I yeah, I <laughs> I want Being to think female, of you have the more liberty. like the person beating the Japanese businessman, but But you're not because you want in an in, in the in the intimate situation you don't want to be in charge. Right. Right. Yeah. As a, as a woman, you have the luxury of not having to 
be thought of that way as a man, Mm -hmm. you know, we were supposed to be the boss, want to be the boss all the time. It's really tough being a man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It seems like it. Yeah. You obviously care a lot. Okay. We have a woman really quickly, a woman here who says, I female 21 feel ashamed that I enjoy anal as much as I do. Everyone I've talked to about it says it's nasty or weird, or like Ali says, painful. I was talking with a friend about what we like in terms of sex. I brought up anal and she just looked at me weird and it kind of inspired me to make this post. What do you guys think? Have you met a woman who has just loved anal? No, um, but like I, I believe her that that's her experience. Um, mm-hmm. Look, it's not, it's not weird. I think what it makes me worried about is like, is this person also into scat? Like, is this person also into poop play? Because if you're that aroused by your own butt, like, <laughs> you know, it just seems like one short step to being like, oh, I want to poop on you. Couldn't women generally be aroused by scat uh, because of their desire to have babies? I mean, having a baby ultimately is like 20% scat play. (laughs) Right. Is it? Yes. In what way? Like how? Well, I mean, okay. If you have a three-month-old infant, like what are the interaction modalities? Oh, yeah. But it's not like arousing. I mean, it could still be disgusting. Like I, you know, I scoop my cat's litter box every like two days or something, but I, I don't enjoy it. Like. Well, you enjoy having the cat. Yeah. And so the, so the scooping somehow must give you some kind of deep pleasure or satisfaction. Well, no. in a in a very roundabout way. I mean, there's- Didn't you have like an automated there. cat scooper machine that you weren't using? I do. I do have a, a litter robot. Um, so maybe because I- Because you- Like, you know, less often than every two days, but- uh, Well, but you stopped using the robot because doing it- manually arouses you no i stopped using the robot because it wasn't working but it has started working again um oh okay so it was not because you were aroused by cat no like if i if i could live my life never having to see or touch poop ever i would do so but that's just impossible but like you know the less that i can Hmm. touch poop the better for me like if i could go through a whole day and not have to see poop that would be great like (laughs) this checks out this certainly has something to do with your your aversion to anal yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe. I, and I can see why you're now, why you think this woman might have a scat fetish. I, I, I'm assuming that it just, you know, feels good. I mean, there's somebody in the comments that says anal's amazing. It's my preferred penetration method. Mm-hmm. If you enjoy it, then what is that? How would that happen? How would that? It's your preferred penetration method. Well, I guess he tried both. <laughs> Both methods, and he prefers. It suggests that her vagina doesn't is not very pleasurable. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right. It could be that too. I guess some people have like vaginismus, or they have like pain intercourse, and maybe that is more painful for them than the pain right. of anal. Like, yeah, that's kind of sad. But yeah, I can see that. All right. Well, we've tackled at the end of the show as we try <laughs> to the. Right, you went through a period on this podcast where like you didn't want to talk about poop because you were talking about it too much. And so now we've we've brought it back, unfortunately. Well, it's always interesting to hear a woman's take on <laughs> these subjects. And you have how many times have you had a penis in your in your rectum? Twice. Two times. Yeah. Huh. That's a lot of penises in your rectum. More, yeah, more than um, you've had, I guess. It is. I've I'm I am at zero, <laughs> being completely honest on that. Yeah. You should try uh, that dildo that you got. You know, just see what it's like. I mean, I do have things in my rectum from time to time from just ordinary human behavior. I have to poop. Mm, yeah. So I know generally what it would feel okay, like. Okay, but I nothing going in, only it. coming out. 
I think it's the interpersonal dynamic that would be challenging is having a guy doing that to you. Yeah. What's that like? I mean, it's just, do you feel like here I am, this is my life? Yeah. yeah it feels like you're unnecessarily complicating something that could be enjoyable for both of you. And it's like, you know, what if I tried this with one hand tied behind my back? It's like, but why? We know that it works just fine. <laughs> like, you know, the normal way. Well, it, it amps up the power dynamic and it makes it so that like he's enjoying it and you're the opposite of enjoying it potentially. Yeah. And so um, that's kind of interesting. It's like being choked maybe. Maybe. But I enjoy maybe. being choked. Yeah, I hear you. And yeah, this I think woman the enjoys thing is it's like, I want to do something to you that I know you're not going to enjoy. So. Well, I think both men probably didn't want to as soon as you didn't enjoy it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So good on them. Yeah. And there are women that enjoy it apparently. So Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, we've been here longer than an hour and I think you have something to go do in 10 minutes. So that was episode 122 of Your Mileage May Vary. People can contact us at ymmvpod at gmail.com at, uh, on Twitter at ymmvpod. Uh, you can also contact us by visiting the local Georgian embassy uh, <laughs> and sending a message to Keith. Uh, or uh, yeah, or may- maybe if you just do some really clever searching, you could find his Instagram. Yeah, maybe we've already doxed him. Yeah, probably. probably. How many white guys are there traveling Georgia right now? I don't know. Uh, it's a fair point. Uh, he, yeah, well, mm. someone can try I to do agree. that. Yeah. Anyway, we'll uh, be back next week. We'll find out uh, who's around next week. Thank you all for <laughs> joining, and we'll we'll see you soon. Je me retiens. Non.